Hi and welcome to Annette Brown's podcast and today we're going to talk about our emotions and the effects those emotions have on our body. We have to think about our life as it's a gift isn't it but we have our own beliefs or perceptions which are the basis for our thoughts and feelings and because as humans we're not only electric but we're also magnetic so if you think about our thoughts and feelings as waves of electromagnetic energy and information and this electromagnetic energy and information permeates every cell in our mind and our body's system. Now, if you think about all of the trillions of cells in your body, they are like a programmable chip. And the nucleus of the cell, of each cell, is like the hard drive with programs. Now, if you think about a computer and you put a new program on, the computer runs that program. You are the programmer of your cells. Like the program of the computer, you are the programmer of your cells. So, in effect, we are the programmers of our own cells. Now, What happens is the signals of our bodies work in what we call a feedback loop with our brains. And basically they both consciously and subconsciously govern our choices. Our choices, of course, drastically influence the condition of our lives. So our cells, let's call them the peoples of our body, They talk to the mind, which is like the government, and they do this through their own special language of symptoms and emotions. So just like the dashboard on a car, our body has gauges and indicators in the form of emotions and symptoms. They tell you how you're doing. And if we pay attention to our emotions, we can see how our body responds. Think about when you get angry, for example. Your body gets hot, which is the symptoms. And basically, our body is actually giving us a sensory signal that it's time to pull over and cool off. So basically, when you think about emotions, I mean, I absolutely, totally love Greg Braden. Uh, He's one of my favourite authors of all time. And he talks a lot about emotions and the impact that they have, not only on ourselves, but the electromagnetic field of the earth. And basically what he talks about is that positive and negative emotions can lead to changes in the earth's rhythms. So vibrations of love, joy, happiness, 
can bring about wonderful changes for everyone. As you would expect, negative emotions have a damaging effect, not only on our own bodies and those cells in the body, but also on the Earth's rhythms. And basically, these Earth rhythms, they get propelled out of sync. And if you think about everyone on the planet as a collective consciousness, in some way we're all connected. Because we're energy, we're all connected in ways that you couldn't even imagine. So as a collective consciousness, we have to work together to create powerful change. And I'm trying to think what Greg Braden says. He says something like, if you think of the Earth's magnetic field as a form of energetic glue, then you can use this metaphor as a possible explanation for why change seems to come faster in some places and slower in others. So such a magnetic glue um, suggests that locations with stronger magnetic fields, means the more glue, are more deeply entrenched in tradition and existing beliefs and ideas. In places where the field is weaker, the opposite is true. In these places, people seem to be compelled to create change. So that's quite fascinating. And like Greg Braden says, the key is that areas of low magnetism are really quite ripe for something new. And how that change is expressed is up to those that are living in those fields. Now, we all know intuitively that we are affected by planetary magnetic forces. Any healthcare practitioner will attest to the intense and sometimes be bizarre behaviour that is seen during a full moon. My doctor, um, she used to say to me before she retired that um, her, in her practice, anxiety and anger issues went up by 12%. Um, when it was a full moon. It's usually, I think, four to five days before, three or four days after. And the same for the police. They used somebody that I knew in the police force always said, oh, gosh, it's a full moon. We know what to expect. So when you think about it that way, you know, because when you think about the moon, um, water gravitates to it. Now, I'm a feng shui consultant, so I actually know that what happens is beneath the ground is like a matrix um, and if there's any stagnant or old negative energy there, um, what actually happens is when it's coming up to full moon, any waters or anything under there gravitate towards it. So you can't see it, but you'd probably be able to feel the, 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 the strong energy in the environment and what happens is that water travels up the through the the brickwork and it's almost as though it wants to go towards the moon so you know think about your energy not we're talking about emotions today but just also think about 
your energy. Um, and like Greg says, those who don't understand um, the, 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 this, this glue effect, um, it can be a powerful gift. It can be an opportunity to release the patterns of belief that we've grown up with that have caused us pain, that have hurt us, hurt our families, created disease in our bodies. And basically, it gives us a chance to embrace new and life-affirming beliefs and put them in the place. Because if you think about artists and musicians, they know this and they often anticipate the full moon cycles of periods of great creativity. But now there's a growing body of evidence now that suggests the Earth's magnetic field plays a powerful role in connecting us with one another, as well as the planet. Um, I watched a YouTube video about Greg Braden quite a while ago, and he talks about the 11th, uh, September 11, 2001, where two geostationary operational environment satellites, that's what the, it's called GOES, that, that orbit the Earth, detected a rise in global magnetism. And basically, um, the, the GOES each showed a powerful spike of the Earth's magnetic field strength in the readings as they were broadcasting every 30, 30 minutes. Um, and it was the magnitude of the spikes and the time they occurred that um, they found out that it was um, the 9-11. And it was 9 o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time. And um, basically what happened was that it was just the power of the shock and how it affected the goes. Um, and the first one, obviously, was the attack on the World Trade Centre, which was horrific so what's that link what is that link it's the answer that sparked the research for um heart math and basically heart math found that following the discovery that the satellites had recorded similar spikes during events of uh, global focus in the past such as the death of princess diana um, the world mourned Diana, the whole world mourned for her. And um, this obviously pointed to one thing, the human heart. Specifically, it's the heart-based emotions of ourselves and the world's population that results from such sad events to be influ influencing the magnetic fields of the earth. So what makes this discovery so significant is that those fields are now linked to everything from the stability of the climate to the peace between nations. So when you think about it, all of us, we can create such shifts in life by being aware of how we feel, by being aware of how we feel, knowing if you're not feeling good, you're either thinking the wrong thoughts or you're in the wrong place. 
It's about learning to reprogram these cells in our body. So when we think about these emotions that we feel, um, there are two basic emotions. One is love and one is fear. And they both have intense impacts upon our lives. Now, I mentioned love first because love is the foundation of everything. We all have that wonderful golden thread of love running through us, through our hearts. It's just learning how to discover it. And once you do, it will be like unravelling a bobbin of endless golden threads of unconditional love. You must remember that love and fear cannot be present together. Two emotions can't fill one space. Now, once you understand this and become consciously aware of this, you'll have a greater control over the way you think, over the way you feel and over the way that you behave. So know this, that where love is present, fear can't be. Because, like I say, two emotions can't fill one space. Now, some of us have very deep, fears that create such negative emotions within us and these are things that have been ingrained within us by our conditioning like I said right at the beginning our belief systems our perceptions from being very young now fear is simply false evidence appearing real it's only real to you the fears don't exist we simply believe that they do so therefore, that, that is what holds us captive and imprisoned by our emotional fears. Your fear can be overcome through love, though, because love does conquer everything. But you know, it's like anything in life, you have always have a choice. You have a choice as to choose love or fear. Everything in life is down to choice. Choose wisely choose love and the most important thing that you must never do with emotions is block them you know pushing them down if you imagine a um a cork a bowl of water and a cork in that water just imagine you push and that cork is an emotion and you push that down and it bobs back up it push it down bobs back up push it down bobs back up Eventually, that cork will hold the water and it will sink. And that's when we get illnesses within the body. So any suppressed and repressed emotions, they do have a way of sneaking back up to the surface. If they're not processed, they will come out in inappropriate ways. So allow yourself to... Focus on those emotions, feel them, accept them. But just know this one thing, it's okay not to be okay. I say that to every single student, client, friends, family. It is okay not to be okay. You know, what you've got to think about are your emotions affect not just how you think and feel, but how you react. I don't like the word react. 
I like to think that I respond to things. So good emotions are indicated that you're in the right, you're on the right track. You're going on the right path. It's your road. And, you know, stick with it. If things keep going wrong and you just can't seem to get there, it's like having an elastic band on your back. Look at the thoughts you're thinking. Look at the emotions that's been created because you are programming your, your cells of your body. And like I say, if you repress emotions, it's highly likely that illness will occur. So what you have to think about is when your emotions are processed and felt, they diminish. They go. When emotions are triggered, give yourself the time and space to process them. If your emotions make you react rather than respond, step back, take a nice breath and just see things for what they really are. And know that emotions have a huge, huge influence on your physical body. And therefore, if you do repress emotions, it's very highly likely that illness will occur. So just know that, like anything in life, you have a choice. You have a choice of how you think, how you feel and how you behave. So all I can say to you is, go away from this podcast. Look at how you're feeling. You'll always know if you're not feeling good, you're either thinking the wrong thoughts, you're in the wrong company you're in the wrong place. Think about how you're feeling and just know that for every single illness that you have, there is a reason for it, which I will cover uh, in later podcasts. But just know that you have a choice. You have a choice in what you do. So go away, look at your emotions And start thinking about what you want in life, not what you don't. Have a great day, folks. See you soon.